Hello, everyone. Happy Wednesday, and welcome back to the CEO-ish podcast. I'm Taylor. And I'm Chloe. If you haven't already listened to last week's episode, go back and listen to episode 25, How to Align with Your Higher Self, and we will definitely link that in the show notes for you guys. You'll hear us talk all about the different ways to live a life that is true to you. And we really love this episode and that conversation. So we wanted to take it a step further this week and talk about how to create a morning routine that fits your higher self. And we've done an episode before on our morning routines, which I will also link in the show notes for you guys. So if you're curious about what Chloe and I's routines look like personally, go check that episode out. And of course, morning routines look different for everyone, but we both agree that our mornings are sacred times because they're designated me time for us and our self-care and wellness, and it's important for us to carve out the time for ourselves in order to make the most of every day. Before we catch up with each other, we want to announce the winners of our sticker giveaway that closed last Friday's that closed last Friday. Oh my gosh, you guys, I'm being tongue-tied already. We announced the winners on Instagram, so be sure to head over there and check that out. Congratulations to the winners, and thank you to all of you who participated and entered. We appreciate all of your love and support more than you know, and we want to make sure that we are consistently showing it back to you, so there will be plenty more giveaways in the future. And I believe that is the only housekeeping announcement we have, so let's go ahead and catch up. Chloe, why don't you kick us off? All right. So I am still unpacking my new apartment and emptying out my old apartment. And it's Tuesday of this week and I'm already burnt out and exhausted. So this is just going to be a rough week, but I digress. So last Saturday, I did my first yoga class in Grand Rapids, which that was super fun. Uh, It was really nice. I feel like I've been in a rut lately doing the same routine every morning. So it was nice to have some inspiration from somebody else teaching me and not just making it up myself on the fly. Um, And then also on Saturday, right after my yoga class, I drove back to the east side of the state to see my family. And we were all hanging out at my uncle's house. And all of a sudden, a tornado touched down in a nearby town. And like, there was tons of rain. So we sat through the storm at my uncle's house. And pretty much immediately after, me and my brothers went home. And I mean, the roads were flooded, trees were on houses, there was a house on fire. This was like a 10 minute drive. And it was like so bad in that 10 minute drive. So I was really nervous to pull up to my house and see the state of it. Uh, luckily, the house was okay, but a tree branch, but it was like a really big branch. It might as well have been a whole tree, broke and fell onto the live wire power line. And we're pretty sure it was on fire before all the rain came because it was like black and smoking. But yeah, it was still smoking when we got there and the police showed up and said, call us when there's a fire. So luckily, I don't think that turned into anything, but... Yeah, everybody lost power, and my mom actually texted me like 15 minutes ago that they just got power again. So they were out from Saturday to this Tuesday, which sucks. Um, but yeah, that was all all my update. I want to know Taylor's perspective on the storm because you were literally two minutes from my parents' house at the time. Yes. A, I want to say I'm so glad everybody in your house is okay because that's really yes. scary. That's yeah. terrifying. <laughs> and to add on to the wild clothes, storm that Chloe mentioned. Uh, Okay. So I was at David's, which is literally like two minutes around the lake. And we were, we had spent all day on the lake. The weather was beautiful. We had a great time. My dad and brother came over and we had spent all day just like my dad was doing backflips. Okay. This 50 year old man, my brother taught him how to do a backflip off of the back end of the boat. But then the weather took a turn for the worse. As Chloe said, it was it got very dark very quickly. And we were in the bathroom hanging up all of the wet towels, swimsuits, all of that stuff, which hit, was in his basement. Like they have a nice walkout. And 
it got really dark. The power was flickering in and out and then it eventually just cut out. So we were trying to find all of our flashlights and stuff in the pitch black because it was it was a basement. So it was already dark. And then when the power went out, it was just even darker. Um, but I actually watched a tree fall in David's backyard. We were sitting in the bathroom, as I said, and there was like a window. And all of a sudden, I'm looking up and I said, David, I think those that tree is getting closer. Like the branches are getting really close. And he was like, no, no, it, it's okay. It's okay. And then we heard a loud crash. And it ended up being a huge tree fell. Well, I should say split because where this tree, it was like, the bottom branch got zapped. They ended up having to have the entire tree removed because how it was left just didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if the tree got struck by lightning. It wasn't charred or smoking or anything like what you talked about happened in your yard. But it definitely like didn't make sense how it split. So I'm just glad everyone is okay. It, mi- it missed the house by a mere centimeters so we're just, yeah, I'm happy everyone is okay. But as you said, they've been out of power. David has been staying with me for the past three days, three or four at this point. And um, they have power back. However, he is out of Wi-Fi, which he still needs to be able to do for work and things like that. So he's still with me for the time being. But yeah, so that's all I have for the storm. But that was pretty wild. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, I our guess- hearts go out to everybody who had to deal with that. That was pretty scary. Yeah. I mean, the, the Midwest, we have the tornadoes. The South has the hurricanes. I guess the East Coast kind of has hurricanes too. Um, and then West Coast has the really bad forest fires because of the dehydration, desert-like climate, and then the earthquakes. So I guess it's kind of pick your poison in the natural yeah. di- disaster department. <laughs> really? <laughs> <sighs> well, what else well, is new? So, updates to freelancing. I started a freelance content creation job for my favorite jewelry company ever at the beginning of this month. It's been going very well. And as I mentioned last week, my cat ended up suddenly passing. And the owner of this jewelry business, Jurley of Everly Made, shout out Jurley, go shop her stuff. She is amazing. And she is the only jewelry I wear. I've been wearing it since 2019, and I'm obsessed with her tone of bronzy gold. Also, Chloe, I cannot believe we haven't done a small business shout out for her yet. So we definitely need to add her to the last mm-hmm. list. But <laughs> to the last. <laughs> to the last. I am struggling with the babbling and the <laughs> mispronunciations today. It's been a long day, you guys. It happens. I was struggling yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyways, getting super off topic here. She heard about my kitty passing and she sent me the most amazing gift box over and it just made me so damn appreciative of my clients and my team too because even Marley has been amazing through this. She covered a bunch of work. She sent over a plant. She sent me a bunch of photos of her cats to make me feel better. A bunch of other things. It's just been all very, very thoughtful and I really do have the best people in my corner and I could not be more grateful for my amazing clients And one thing that this has made me all very aware of for how grateful I should be is because the fact that if I was not self-employed, I would not have the luxury of taking time off to grieve a pet if I was still in corporate America. So silver linings with that. I'm grateful for the life I've built with this kind of flexibility. 
and just more updates on the work front here. And then I promise I will stop rambling. (laughs) I was able to book three podcast interviews for one of my clients last week, and I'm very excited about that. And another one of my clients is in the process of finalizing like four, I think it might be five actually at this point, brand deals, which is super exciting. PR can take a little bit of time to build up relationships and things like that, but I am finally starting to see like the fruits of the labor paying off for the clients that we have been pitching and should say setting boundaries with is more so because there are a lot of times that I work with clients who have been working with brands for months on end and they've been doing free content or gifted products or things like that. And they're looking to turn them into paid partnership opportunities. Mm -hmm. And it's just setting the boundaries that, hey, we are no longer doing that this for free. But a lot of content creators are afraid to set those boundaries or they don't want to lose out on partnership opportunities or they don't want to lose out on the gifted product. And Mm -hmm. I always say, like it happens for like a month and then they usually end up contacting you and it's starting to happen with this content creator. So I'm I'm very excited with her or for her, I should say, wow, I'm struggling. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Let's move into products of the week so I can stop rambling. All right. (laughs) Well, mine's not going to take very long. I'm actually going to be skipping it this week because I don't really have anything that I'm super in love with right now that I haven't already told you guys about. Um, don't worry though. I did just place a big order at Ulta, so I will probably have an update for you soon, probably multiple updates. So yeah, that's it from me. (laughs) Sorry guys. Wait, what did you buy? All right. I got, what's the brands? I can't think of the brands right now. They're brands I've never bought from before. One of them is Pacifica, an SPF setting mist. Ooh. And then another one is, I don't remember. It's like Australia. It's Australian gold, I believe. Okay. Um, like a matte sunscreen because, you know, my face be oily by the end of the day. So okay. I need a new sunscreen that is matte. So there's that. And then there's, what else did I get? Oh, just like more concealer and just my normal stuff that I just needed to restock on. A concealer queen. A concealer queen. I love my Makeup Revolution one. I guess that can be my product of the week. Makeup Revolution is a great dupe for shape tape. I was just about to ask if you were still using that concealer. So I'm funny you mentioned that. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. It's It's the best one I've used. I was going to say it's a great product. It is. Great product. Great product of the week. Check it out, guys. (laughs) (laughs) How about you, Tay? Well, I'm cheating with two products this week, so I guess I make up for Chloe's lack of product, or Mm. I guess now she has a product, so I don't know. Surprise. (laughs) But I have the largest, most angry cyst on my cheek right now, and I've had it for like a week, and it's finally getting better. And I don't get pimples like this very often, but when I do, man, are they stubborn and painful. Like I can feel my cheek radiating for the past week. And there are only two products doing anything to help or doing anything worth a damn, I should say. They are the Peace Out Acne Healing Dots and the Hero Cosmetics Rescue Balm. Uh, first, I use the Hero or I use the acne dots to suck out all of the gunk to, and these really help me to not pick because I'm a picker. I cannot leave well enough alone, and I cause scarring. And I won't lie, these are the priciest acne dots that I've tried. I think they're about twenty-ish dollars. There's a couple different packs and variety. I get the ones that are like nineteen, twenty bucks, something like that. Um, but these pimple patches are the stickiest. Like they feel like you're like band-aid level sticky. I think that's the a good equivalent to compare mm-hmm. them to because a lot of times I put on pimple stickers and they just slide around my face or if I try to sleep with them, they'll wake up on my pillow and not on my face. These ones, they stick and they work so well. I'm 
always both amazed and disgusted at how much shit they pull out of my pores. And then the Hero Cosmetics Rescue Balm is one of the most unique products I've ever tried. They call it a post-blemish recovery balm. And so you're supposed to use it after you've popped a pimple and it's all red and angry and just, ugh, you know. (laughs) And (laughs) I don't know what magic is in this stuff, but it drastically helps improve the angry appearance overnight. I always use this product before bed when I have one of these pimples and I just let it do its thing overnight. So if you are struggling with cystic acne, definitely check out these two products. I love them. Interesting. I always get like hormonal acne around my time of the month. So I'll probably go check those out. Yeah, but, I don't um, know what I did or if I used a product that my skin's pissed at, but I don't, I feel like I haven't used anything new recently. My routine's pretty. Well, I guess I did just at, try like three new sunscreens. So who fucking knows? With I, me? I would start <laughs> with that. <laughs> I love them all. I refuse to give them up. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm glad you love them all. <laughs> I just put my skin through shock like I'm not one of those people I know you're supposed to introduce products slowly or like not test too many new products Mm -hmm. at the same time yeah I do not abide by that rule oh me either my skin's not super sensitive so I just assume it's gonna be fine (laughs) my skin is sensitive but I buy products and I'm really good about reading the ingredient labels about and avoiding what irritates it so I just assume everything is gonna be fine that's good So for our small biz shout out for this week, we are going to be shouting out Impulse Modern. Kayla, who is a 22-year-old student studying abroad in Hong Kong, handcrafts beautiful rings that are designed to help calm anxiety and decrease nail biting. Every ring has a piece that spins in some way, and they're super cool. They are beautiful and delicate enough that nobody would ever know. Um, I'm really not usually a ring wearer, but I am a chronic nail biter and anxiety haver. So this is absolutely my next purchase for my self-care. I'm currently trying to decide between two of them. There's one that has like four little tiny beads on them that you can spin. And then another one that has a planet, but it's not like obnoxious. It's very cute. Uh, It's like Saturn. So you spin the ring around. It's really cute. Um, But yeah, you can shop all of her adorable and affordable rings at impulse-modern.com. That's I-M-P-U-L-S-E dash M-O-D-E-R-N dot com or find her on Instagram at Impulse Modern. I've seen those anti-anxiety rings and you're supposed to like spin them around. Mm -hmm. I'd be interested to know if those actually help. So if you get one, definitely let me know. I'd love an update. Yeah, they're all like 15 to 30 dollars i think like they're really cheap so i will definitely be buying one soon but this actually came up in an ad on my instagram and i was like yep the algorithm knows who they're targeting right now (laughs) hopefully they don't turn your finger green also unpopular opinion instagram ads are actually helpful they show me all the useless shit that i don't really want to actually shop for but sometimes i need it you know Yeah, I would never think to go look that up, but I've seriously tried everything. I can't stop biting my nails. I I have like this um, bitter nail polish that I put on and I stop for like a month and then just anxiety and habit. I can't stop. It's the worst. (laughs) You want to know what the best uh, cure for the nail biting thing has been for me? Hmm. Start spending an exorbitant amount on your nails and then you'll just be like, I can't bite it off. I spent so Mm. much money on it. Yeah, I haven't (laughs) gotten my nails painted uh, in like how many years has it been? Five years, I think. Because I haven't since I cut my fingers off. I don't want to go. 
<laughs> we love that for you. Uh, it happens. Yep. But maybe someday, maybe this ring will help me stop biting my nails. That is a goal. I feel like I'm an adult. I can't be doing that anymore. Sally Hansen, <laughs> Chloe is still available for yes. hand modeling. Please Sally contact her. Hansen. I can't, I tweeted you in like 2016. If you want a hand model and you want to diversify your models a little bit, hit me up. It was a joke back then. It's not a joke now. I want to be your hand model. <laughs> I love that for you. Shoot your <laughs> shot 2021. I almost said 2020. I, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's wow. what I was doing the quick math in my head. I was like, okay, is it 2022 right now? I don't know how I'm already there mentally, but. This year feels like it's been really long already. <laughs> um, I feel like it's been both really long and really short. Like when I sit back and think about it, like, holy shit, it's ju- it's basically the end of July. It's almost August, as yeah. a matter of fact. And that terrifies me. Okay, dude, like I was thinking about this. Like I started my full-time endeavors last mm-hmm. October. So I'm coming up on a year and I don't know why that has created such an, an insane amount of anxiety in me, but it has. You're doing awesome, though. You're just, like, <laughs> rushing it. You're doing everything you want to do. I feel like I'm treading water every day. Well, you know, it's – you're not even a year in. You're doing awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to all the business owners out there, does it ever get better? <laughs> just anxiety for the rest of your life. <laughs> Chronic, but it's fine. Chronic. <laughs> uh, okay. So, Manifestations. Once again, Chloe and I feel as though we are kind of in a rut with the manifestations as we were with the CEO-ish advice segment, and we feel like it's turning into more of a repetitive wish list and not a manifestation, which was never our intention behind that. Yeah, and we want this podcast to be filled with the amount of love and intention that we truly put into it. So for now, we're just going to take out the manifestation segment and rock with the favorite products and catch-up portions for the intro until we figure out what we want to do next. If you guys have any suggestions or if you want us to bring back the CEO advice segment, please let us know. We would love to hear from you because we want to put out what you guys want to hear every week. Yeah, we'll put up like an Instagram story or something and mm-hmm. we'll actually do it this time. I feel like Chloe and I are queens of, oh, we'll put this up as an yeah. Instagram story and then I never remember. Or the problem is, is Chloe and I record a lot of these in advance. So then the week's come and go like two mm-hmm. we record two to four weeks out and then I completely forget that I said oh yeah I said I'd share that on stories and then I go back and listen <laughs> to the podcast on Spotify the week we release it and I was like oh yeah I forgot about that crap oh, yeah sorry I posted uh, I posted three stories actually today for the first time ever and I meant to post them yesterday but today I was like all right just gotta turn my hotspot on and get them posted real quick I meant to tell you those look so good and Thanks. Uh, if you should send me if you have all those like blank backgrounds send mm-hmm. me a bunch I'll create a folder on my oh, phone or a photo album that way we can easily pull and then it's we have super cute stories I definitely will and I can make a ton those take like 30 seconds each I'm not kidding so for sure I'll send you a ton. we're we're starting to fall behind on the Instagram game you guys I I admit it we're we're falling behind I gotta pull more Im- images from Pinterest yes huh it's all right. But yeah, and, I mean, there's going to be some pictures of us coming up soon. Little teaser. So <laughs> but, excited. Yes. But I'm excited. I feel like we really need to show more of us in our Instagram. So I'm just really excited to see what it's going to look like once it's up. Yes. Chloe and I are well aware that the one thing our podcast Instagram really lacks is us. And we're working on it. We have a photo shoot booked. Well, I should say, we're, we. 
in the works. Photographer. Yeah, we, we're solidifying a date. We are. It will be within the month of August. I mean, super soon. Like this is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, we will get ourselves on the Instagram page because truthfully, Chloe and I have zero photos together, and honestly, nothing marks the sign of a great friendship more than not having photos yes. together. Yeah. You would not think that we lived together for three years, but we did. No, we have a total of like five photos together. Yeah. And they're all like not cute. No. Someone took the photo with the flash shot and we have vampire eyes. It's fine. Yeah. Yep. Love Fred House Party Basement photos. That's oh, great. Beautiful. The best. <laughs> See, but also this right here is why I think we're gonna be okay without the manifestation segment for a little bit, at least until we figure out what we want what we want to do, because our catch-up portions have gotten very zingy, if I do say so myself. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we have enough to banter about now. Yes. And we'll I feel see. like we're just both just in a very busy time in our lives right now. So we have a lot to catch each other up on. This is true. We're slowly but surely getting better. Like I I haven't gone back and listened to our first episode, but I did go back and listen to one of our older interviews just because I was looking for quotes and things like that to help you with graphics. And we've definitely gotten a lot stronger with the interviewing skills and we just both sound more confident overall. Yes, I talk a lot louder now than I did at the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) This is true. I'm still working on saying like and um less, but I say it a lot less than I did in the beginning. So that yeah. is what I like to call progress. That's It's so tricky not to. And every time that I say it, I catch myself. But yeah, I mean, same over here. Luckily, though, it's pretty easy to catch in editing. I know exactly what the word um looks like as a sound wave. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even need to listen to it. I'm just like, there's um, there's um. <laughs> So did you ever think that that would be on your portfolio of skills? Can find um in a sound wave? Uh, No, I never thought anything to do with sound wave would ever be in my portfolio of skills. (laughs) We love that for you. Uh, Yes, growth. Well, you ready to get into it? Yes, uh, we are going to play the music and we will see you guys on the other side for this topic chat. Before we really dive into this episode, I want to encourage everyone to go back and listen to our human design episode with Taylor Gruy. I'll link it in the show notes for you guys, but Taylor breaks down and explains human design in such a digestible way that isn't overwhelming. And when I had my private reading with her, she explained how human design works with morning routines. And I want to pass down her wisdom onto you guys because I think it's important for everyone to know that not everyone's morning routine is going to work for you. And I know it's hard to watch all of these people on YouTube who have these perfect movie-like morning routines, but some people thrive with a really structured routine while others thrive when they just let it flow. And there is a way to tell which type of person you are. So when you download your human design chart, which you can do at www.myhumandesign.com, I will link that in the show notes for you all. And you'll see there are four arrows at the top of this chart. We are going to be looking specifically at the top left arrow on this chart. If the arrow is pointing to the left, you're designed to be consistent and you'll thrive with a morning routine that is more structured. Having structure gives your spirit freedom to play because you've got your day mapped out. 
But if the arrow points to the right, starting your day the same way every day isn't going to help you thrive and have a successful morning routine because you're meant to have a more free flow and creative space. And I say all of this just in case there is someone who is meant to have a flowy free space morning beating themselves up because they've been trying to force themselves to have the super rigid structured morning routine and it's just not working for them or vice versa. But I find typically that it's usually the person who's meant to have more flow in their day beating themselves up for not having structure. Exactly. So with this, we want to start you guys off with choosing a time that you wake up that is actually reasonable for you. And the most important part of having a morning routine that feels aligned with you is giving yourself enough time to do it and making it sustainable. Meaning if you have to be to work at 9 a.m. and it takes you an hour to commute and you're also not a morning person, it's probably not going to be sustainable for you to wake up at 5 a.m., go to the gym, shower, get ready for the day, make a healthy breakfast, so on and so forth. You won't be able to have the same routine as someone who wakes up at 5 a.m. or the entrepreneur who doesn't have to start their work day until later in the day. So I'm going to tell you to prioritize here. Pick like three non-negotiable priorities that you want to accomplish for you. And I say this for you because your morning routine should be for you. I don't care if it's working out or if it's journaling, your skincare routine, stretching, yoga, making your morning cup of matcha or coffee, whatever you want. Just pick three non-negotiables and you can always add more into your routine later. And remember that we want these to be sustainable habits. So we're going to be giving options of different time lengths for all you people who want a shorter morning routine or if you really want to take time and dive into it. So with all that being said, If you want to start your morning a little bit later and have a shorter morning routine, at minimum, I think a lot of people can wake up an extra 10 minutes early and that is really at minimum. This will give you enough time to get one or two small moments of self-care in before you start your day. If you can wake up an extra 15 or 20 minutes early, that's even better and that will really give you enough time to get in a good self-care moment before heading to work. But if you have enough time and you're into waking up early and you want to have a longer morning routine... I honestly think that the more time that you spend in the morning, it's so worth it for setting the tone of your day. In my one week so far of living in Grand Rapids, I've been getting up two hours before I need to leave for work. So I wake up at 5.20 and it really sucks when my alarm goes off, but like I love it. That's my favorite part of the day. I like to give myself as much time as possible in the morning. And like I said, I just love my day so much more for it. So I'm excited to like dive into this episode. So our next category is going to be getting up and actually moving your body in the morning. So if I'm really cutting it close, I like to stretch my shoulders and move my back really quickly. Recently, I've been doing yoga most mornings. You guys already know that. And even just like a quick 15 minute full body class is enough to get your tone set right for the day. There's a ton of free options on YouTube, so if you guys are interested, go check those out. And I have said this time and time again, but I am not someone who works out, so all of my recommendations are going to fall into the short category. I've not reached a point in my life where I enjoy this activity. Uh, The gym is not a place I feel comfortable. I cannot think of anything I would rather do less than running. (laughs) And I really got messed up by COVID too with this whole thing because I enjoyed yoga classes, but I have to have an instructor and I hate working out from home on my living room floor. I honestly just sound like I'm full of excuses. It's just, it's where I'm at. (laughs) But I am aware of how important it is to move my body. So I am big on stretching and going for walks, especially around my neighborhood if I can bring my dog or doing things like sitting on the floor. 
Um, that way when I work, I have, it forces me to get really get up because when you're getting up from like a sedentary position on the floor, it's so much harder. And those are the kinds of movements you lose as you get older. So I try to force myself to do those kinds of things on a daily basis. So I never lose the muscle movement. Um, or I'll stand at my standing desk instead of being hunched over in my chair or bed, you know, just the little things mm-hmm. like that. <laughs> yeah, I just kind of want to add on to that. You totally lose that as you get older. So at minimum, guys, stretch a little bit and sit on the floor for a minute. Like those are so important. And a lot of injuries are because of lack of flexibility. Just it's so important. Please be doing at least a little bit of that every day. If you want to have a longer morning routine and work out for a longer time in the warmer months, it is so awesome to go for a morning walk or hike. Unfortunately, we live in Michigan, so that's only like five months of the year. So it's really important for me to like either go to the gym or work out at home in the winter. It's just so important for physical and mental health. There's a whole lot of sad going on around Michigan, and that's seasonal affective disorder. They have a name for it. Um, But yeah, you don't need to do like a whole long workout, but even walking on the treadmill for a while or stretching gets you moving enough and sets you up for a better day. I like to work out to an extent. I hate running. I don't run more than one mile a day and it's usually half. So do what what you can to move your body. So the next one is getting into the right headspace. So if you can go to therapy, which I will always, always recommend, it is really great to set your goals for your day based on the conversations you're having with your therapist. Meditation is also great and shadow work as well. So shadow work, in short, is discovering our inner darkness that we have repressed. Some questions to ask yourself while you're doing this is what is something that people do that irritates me and what does that say about me? What am I doing to distract myself from things that I don't want to think about and is that actually helping? Or what lessons do I still need to learn? There's a ton. If you're interested, Google it. This is not fun self-care, but it is important. I agree. And just to add to this, I always like to turn off your phone and all of the outside noise and take intentional time to sit with your thoughts. I love meditation apps like Headspace or Calm. They give you guided meditations anywhere from 10 minutes to an hour long. And it doesn't have to be something you give hours of your day to practicing. I've talked about Abraham Hicks's morning meditation podcast on here for and that one's like 10 minutes and it's a great way to start your day off on a positive foot. I've also talked about breath work before. I love Stevie Wright's breath channel and she recently changed it to be all donation based. So it's no longer $20 a month. It is just give what you can donate. So I think that's awesome. I will link all of these in the show notes. I love Stevie. Check out the breath work channel. She's got different meditations and different breath works for all different kinds of things, creativity. Um, I'm not going to sit here and ramble them all off because now that I put myself on the spot like that, I'm blanking. (laughs) But yeah, you get the point, guys. (laughs) She is really amazing, guys. Go check her out. But I also, so I've been listening to the Abraham Hicks morning meditation for the last few days, and it is so nice to start your day with that. And I just do it while I do my makeup, so it's like literally no extra time. So guys, check it out. It's it's seriously starting your morning on a good note, life-changing. It's like a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Do you want to go ahead and take the next one? Yes. So taking care of your skin and body. Wash your face at least once a day. I'm not going to sit here and tell you to do it twice a day because I have dry skin, so I only wash my skin once a day. Otherwise, it would dry out. Moisturize it. Even if you are oily, you need to hydrate your skin. Wear SPF every day. Protect it. We don't want to be wrinkly at the age of 40. Brush your teeth. Scrape your tongue. It's an Ayurvedic wellness technique. I've been loving it. Scrape your tongue if you haven't. (laughs) 
Comb your hair, deodorant, these basic hygiene things. And to add to this, we say this all the time, but self-care isn't always fun. And our higher selves do the not-so-fun self-care things like making our yearly doctor's appointments and going regularly to the dentist for cleanings. So, and I also think this is fun to mention too. We talked about this with our in our episode with Liv about digital detoxing, and she said her love language was physical touch. And she always really likes taking time to put moisturizer on and give herself like a body massage and I think that's a really great way to be intentional and practice self-love to yourself and you can like whisper affirmations like I love my body my body is my temple things like that it it is my home it provides me with stability and it houses my soul like all of those things to just practice self-love to your higher self yes exactly so the next one is to fuel your body and I'm going to be honest with you guys I am not at all a breakfast lover And I like my breakfast as low maintenance as possible and as quick as possible. Most days I just keep going with some fruit or like a bagel, dried fruit, yogurt with granola, like seriously, super, super easy things. Um, I know it's really, really easy to want to skip breakfast. I never wake up with an appetite, Um, but it's just really important to eat something. It gets your metabolism going. So when I do feel like getting fancy, I will make like a smoothie and avocado toast with some roasted onions and peppers and feta. It's so good, but that's like twice a year when I'm feeling real fancy. Most of the time, it's like something real quick. Yeah. And Chloe, you know me. I am not a breakfast eater. Mm -hmm. I know. I know. Sue me. (laughs) I've spent my entire life fighting with my mother and other authority figures in my life about breakfast. I have not changed in my 24 years of life on this floating rock in space. (laughs) It is not that I hate breakfast foods either. I fucking love breakfast. Pancakes, they fucking slap. (laughs) but I wake up the exact opposite of hungry. In fact, it is borderline nauseous when I first wake up and eating is not the, it's not the move for me. Mm -hmm. It's always made it worse. And I'm not saying that I don't eat eventually, but when I first wake up, it's just a no-go for me. So I'll typically eat about two hours after waking up. And I firmly believe that my higher self just eats intuitively. She doesn't force herself to eat when she isn't feeling it. She nourishes her body with foods that leave her feeling good and strong and healthy a majority of the time. But she also honors her cravings and doesn't deprive herself of treats and snacks that she loves. I love that. Yeah, guys. So choose which one of these fits best for you and your best self. Yeah. And I also love to do this, but setting an intention, this can be done daily weekly, monthly, quarterly, whatever. I happen to be someone that does it yearly, but I always like to pick a word and make it my theme of the year to embody. And for me, this year's word has been abundance. I like to create my own opportunities and what's meant to be will come for me and it will not pass me by. And that is really the message I've been trying to embody the entire year. And so far it has been going well. It's also rocky, um, but it's going well. So I like to set that kind of intention and you can easily do this when you're journaling as well. I think that's a great practice to help you set these kinds of intentions. So I think that is a great tip as well. Mm -hmm. And last but not least, I want to finish you guys off on this note. Drink some fucking water, you beautiful, dehydrated, yet capable bitch. Beautiful. Well, if you guys want to keep up with us, because that is all we have for you today, you can find us at CEO-ish podcast on Instagram or Twitter. And if you want to find us personally, you can find me at chloew.art. And if you'd like to follow me personally, you can follow me at taygrambiz. Or if you are interested in all of the social media and PR content, content. content. <laughs> wow. 
Southern well, Belle. <laughs> you know, I really thought I was going to get through this podcast episode without tripping over my words. We almost made it. We almost right. did. It happens. <laughs> but that's Socially Tailored. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this, especially if you are an Apple Podcast listener. As always, it really helps us. It helps the ratings. It helps boost us in the algorithm and help other people find this amazing podcast as well. So, yeah, that is all we have for you guys. And thank you so much. We will talk to you guys next Wednesday. Bye.